one of the things that's clear is there's a billion different ways to analyze something <laughs> to look at different metrics. Um, and I'm continually surprised at sort of different lenses that we can use to, to calculate things. Um, we're actually doing a denials uh, analysis program for a client at the moment. And uh, we're trying to distill down all of these calculations. When you're, when you're doing a ton of different metrics, um, you know, there's so many different things you're looking at. You oftentimes don't really get into the, you know, hierarchy or which are the most important metrics. And in this particular situation, we've actually been trying to distill down what we're doing to the smallest number of KPIs, just one, two, three, some really small number of metrics that are the most important when it comes to denials. And so as we're going through that process and trying to figure out, okay, this one versus this one, we kind of ran into something a little bit interesting. I mean, well, first of all, the I'm going to do a spoiler. Um, the The number one metric that I think people look at is the volume of denials, obviously, in terms of either uh, on account basis, in other words, how many denials, or on a dollar basis, um, and look at that trend sort of month by month over time. That's the most common metric we see far and away that everybody looks at, which is how many denials are you getting month over month? And I will tell you that that is by far not nowhere near the number one most important metric. Um, not number one, not number two, not number three. It's, I, I almost don't consider it to be an important metric at all. Um, and the reason why I say that is because it's so problematic in so many different ways. So many things can be hidden by it and it doesn't really tell you much. Um, and I'll just give you a really simple example. You know, if your volume of encounters is increasing um, and you're looking, oh my gosh, my denials are increasing month over month. They should be increasing month over month. <laughs> you know, if your volume of patient encounters is increasing, um, that doesn't mean that you're moving backwards. It doesn't mean you have a problem with denials, um, you know, any more so than you did last month or the month before. Uh, so, you know, looking at that isn't particularly helpful. Um, and, you know, we don't like data or metrics just for the sake of metrics. If you're looking at numbers, if you're outputting some number, you should be able to do something with it. It should actually tell you something, allow you to make some conclusion that you can then go act upon that will allow you to make more money. So we don't like denials count, whether it's by volume of denials or dollar charge volume of denials trend, not a great metric. Uh, not number one, not number two, not number three, not top. Um, so one of the metrics that we were looking at um, and you know, we've oftentimes uh, done for people is denials paid. Um, and there's a lot of different iterations of this, but we're sort of trying to zero in on if we're, you know, looking at that metric, the percentage of denials paid. If you think about where claims are falling out and not getting paid um, as a result of denials, and you really want to look at effectively what's your net, um, how many of them are staying out, um, you know, they get denied, they don't get paid. Well, if you look at the percentage of claims that get paid after denial, forget days and all kinds of other metrics because there are a lot of things around that deny, denial payment cycle. Um, if you look at the percentage of denials that end up getting paid, we thought about putting that in the top two. Um, and then we actually concluded that there's a better metric than that. So one of the challenges with looking at percentage denials paid and whether that's on a units of denials or on a dollar charge basis, 
Um, first of all, let me, let me say one thing not to use, absolutely not to use, which is do not do percent of denials charges paid where you are calculating uh, we collected payments, so I'm going to make something up. We collected $100,000 in payments from charges that hadn't been denied. And you look at that on a percentage basis to determine how successful you've been. So you had a million dollars in denials at charges, and you collected $100,000 from that. That calculates to 10%. But that's extraordinarily misleading because you shouldn't expect to collect 100% of your charges anyway. So <clears throat> you're effectively blending two different metrics, which is a percentage of denials collected and a gross collection gross collection calculation. And we hate gross collection. If, if I haven't railed on that before, we'll, I'll go off on that some other day in the near future again. Um, so gross collections is a garbage metric, um, really useless, um, both internally to use over time, as well as for comparison benchmarking against other organizations. So don't mix that in. You effectively are mixing that in in this case. Um, so when you're looking at um, essentially trying to quantify the performance of appeals or quantify the performance of your revenue cycle management department or billing company in terms of how successful are they at overturning denials, um, the real metric you want to use is percentage of denials allowed. And what we mean by that is you want to look at if they were, I'm going to make something up, there's 10 claims, um, how many of those actually were adjudicated to have a positive allowable amount on a line item basis um, for those claims? So the insurance company came back and said, okay, we allow $100 or $1,000, whatever it might be. And the reason why it's so critical that you use allowed rather than paid is because otherwise you're conflating two different things, which is you're conflating the patient revenue cycle management process and the denials management slash appeals process. And if you really want to isolate and look at how successful are your denial appeals or your you know, collection department, whatever your, the title for that group is um, in your organization, um, you don't want to mix in the patient revenue cycle. So you want to look at, did you overturn that denial where the allowed amount went from zero to a positive number? not did it get paid by the insurance company because there's going to be some where you did not get paid by the insurance company, but it did get allowed because the patient deductible or something like that consumed the entire claim. So that's our nugget for today. Really key thing. Look at percentage denials allowed as the number one metric for how successful is your denials program. Um, and then overall, in terms of denials, uh, the other key metric I'll say, oh, there's two of them. That's one of them. The second one, uh, we won't give that to you tonight. We'll do that another day or, you know, you'll have to come talk to us. <laughs> have a good night.